Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday, but you'll hear this on Wednesday. Yeah. Happy day after Easter is what it was. And can I just say, it was a beautiful Easter. Like, I don't celebrate Easter, but it was absolutely beautiful yesterday, and there was truly magic in the air. How was how was your day? It was really nice. We um, um, we did all of – so last year, we paid a company to egg our yard so the kids would wake up to Easter eggs in the yard, and they egged the wrong yard. They egged my neighbor's yard. <laughs> Sorry, when and you say so, egg, I keep thinking of like smashing eggs. Yeah, no, it's like little plastic eggs with candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like last year, it was really funny because the kids were like basically stealing eggs from the neighbor's yard. And I'm like hoping that their kids don't come out and be like, ah, you're stealing our eggs. Anyway, <laughs> I so I that. this year we decided to just do it ourselves. And so we did it before the kids went to bed and it was it was pretty easy, mainly because I didn't do it. I just sent my husband outside to do it. But it was a really nice waking up in the morning. And then we spent, we colored eggs and we ate some eggs and we just ate too much candy and we had a good time. And then we went out and hung out in the hot tub and it was fun. It was nice. That's so nice. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's this beautiful time. I feel like what from what I could see from pictures and stuff, it's just this beautiful time of like spring and rebirth. And mm-hmm. um, and I feel like that that energy was really in the air, regardless of like I said, like I've never celebrated Easter. Actually, one time when I was little with my cousins, but I I was raised Jewish, so. Um, but uh, just like yesterday in Philadelphia, the beauty of just like it just felt like. I could sense how many families were together for the first time. I could sense how many friends were together for the first time in so long. It was like this coming together to celebrate like being alive and being together and this renewal of energy and this renewal of life after coming out of this like hibernation for the past year. So it just felt like this really exciting, beautiful day. And I don't know, it's just lots of new energy is in the air. So yeah, it was really nice. It was a really pretty day. And we went, I got to spend time with each kid individually, like by themselves, which is always nice. I love that. That's nice. Yeah. That sounds great. Um, well, uh, 
um, we are, I, I want to share a couple announcements up top just because we have a lot of announcements. And one of the announcements is the last episode that we had was with Rob and Ricardo. As you heard, they're just like the sweetest humans ever. The men of Inner Bloom, representing the men of Inner Bloom, as yep. more are being revealed every day. And it's very exciting <laughs> to us. <laughs> um, but, uh, as they mentioned on that podcast, they are going to be doing this month's new moon ceremony. They are going to be leading it, and they hold such powerful, transformative, beautiful space. So uh, they're so gonna excited. Be, yeah, they're going to be hosting that for our Patreon. So uh, we have a moon child here. So if you want to be a part of that, I believe it's happening on the 11th, uh, and the Zoom link will be posted on Patreon to join them for their very special uh, circle. So just wanted to shout that out um, up front. Um, Cool. Well. More on Patreon news. Oh, oh, yes. Thank you. More on Patreon news. We have one spot open right now for to join us at our, um, I don't know, I forget what tier, cocoon tier. And that is our tier that includes coaching with ARC9. So twice a month, we get together in a pretty small, intimate group, um, and everybody gets 10 minutes twice a month to coach with ARC-9 directly. Ambrosia will channel the ARC-9 and c- coach and counsel. They will coach and counsel our patrons in this tier on, you know, life uh, or, you know, whatever they're personally going through or just want to ask. Maybe they have questions about the universe and they're allowed to ask that. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. one spot open and you'll be with Ambie and I and, and the other beautiful people in this community. Oh, there's one of our um, men of inner bloom right now who's on the live stream, James Lipscomb. Am I Hello, saying James. <clears throat> so sweet. Ambie was doing, Ambie was actually channeling uh, the Arc 9 on Clubhouse last week, and James was on there. And he was so sweet because he called you ma'am. <laughs> was that sweet? That wasn't sweet. James, don't do that. <laughs> I think it was more out of politeness. Than, no, it was out of politeness. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm giving you a hard time, James. I love you. No, how I take ma'am is like, hey, old lady. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? I get called ma'am a lot. What would you prefer? <clears throat> um, babe. Babe? Yeah. I would rather that girl. Yeah. Babe. Okay. That's really sweet. James, you can call me babe. How about that? Or you can call me girl. He said, I'm sorry, Ella. <laughs> James, I'm just, I'm just giving you a hard time. No, I get called ma'am all the time, even with my mask on. And I'm like, you don't know how old I am. But no, I'm giving you a hard time. It's because I live in the South and I understand that. So it's totally fine. Yeah, I feel like when I go to the South, everyone, or no, not in the South. When, I, when I'm when i in like my local Philly town, everyone calls you hun. They go, hey, hun. I like that. Strangers call you hun. I would do that. Yeah. That's cool. Um, anything, I always hear that. Anything else, ma'am? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Just my teenage years back. <laughs> exactly. Um, so what are we talking about today, Amby? We're talking about, do we have more announcements or do you want to do those? We'll at the leave end? those to the end. Okay. That sounds good. Um, we are, what are we talking about today? Reframing, the art of reframing. We actually stole this topic from actually once again Robin Ricardo <laughs> Clubhouse. Yeah, hosting. we did. But it it is really just such an important topic and a powerful topic because 
as we were just alluding to with with Easter and with all of this energy in the air, there's a lot of transformation happening right now. There's a lot of powerful energy coming in, which is also bringing up a lot of stuff. And what I've been uh, feeling about it as I tap into my intuition is that Again, it's like we're going to these higher levels. We're becoming more of who we really are. And as a result, all these things that don't really jive with that, all these things we've kept in our hidden in our darkness, shame, guilt, stuff we don't want to look at is starting to just kind of like erupt. And and it's not erupting to be uh to like ruin your life. It's actually coming up so that we can process it and move into this like lighter weight version of ourselves. But when it comes up, it feels so <laughs> contrasting to what's actually happening and like where we have been in terms of energetically that it can be very startling and very triggering. Mm-hmm. And so I think this time is a very important time to talk about how to reframe, tools to reframe, um, and the importance of reframing because what the alternative of what can happen if you don't kind of learn to tell a better story for yourself or see things from a broader perspective is you can really go down this spiral and get stuck in a place that you don't even really need to be. You know, you don't belong there. There's so much more that's available to you up here. But if you can't really like, if you don't have that skill set of reframing, it, 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 yeah, you can get stuck in like a, a little loop. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then like building off of that, within that loop, you're not really doing anything. You're in the between phase, right? So it's the most uncomfortable parts are the in-between or the what-ifs or how is this? I was actually thinking about changing my bio on Clubhouse to say um, something along the lines of like, I'm trying to eliminate should be from my vocabulary Mm. or helping Please hold me accountable. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Because um, I remember that was something that the ARC9 said was getting rid of, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should be here. I should be there. And the word should be is not um, really beneficial the way that we use it. Right. So I feel like that's really powerful. And I feel like when we're reframing how we're living our lives, the words that we use are so powerful and the words that we really um, feel and vibrate with are really important. And it's, it's what you take in visually, auditorily, energetically. It's how you take in the world around you is how you're creating the world around you. So I think that that's something to really watch out for and and listen to, especially when you're speaking to yourself. Totally. Yeah, we're actually going to have an NLP uh, practitioner, expert. I don't know what they call themselves, but uh, neuro language processing. Is that what it stands for? It's it's someone who who literally does just that. They're an expert in the way that like your um, your brain processes language and the language that you choose to use and how that can so dramatically shift your perception Mm -hmm. and shift uh, you know your experience. I know that they were talking about. um, Well, anyway, they're going to come on the podcast in the near future. But I was in I was co-hosting a clubhouse room with them, and they were talking about how you know if you like tell yourself. 
I suck at cooking. You're literally like putting in to your brain, run program, suck at cooking, right? And then everything else follows after that. So you end up making something that of course is burnt or, you know, it's just, you just so happen to accidentally put in too much salt or something like that, right? right? It's like, that's not accidentally. You've put in that program by a, by saying that, that phrase. And so, um, yeah, so NLP is a, I think it's a, a process of restructuring your language to serve you and put in the programs that will actually help you have the best outcomes in your life. And um, EFT, which is the uh, emotional processing tool that I use, that's another, re- that's another um, reframing tool because you're taking a emotion that you feel you feel like is the end of the world or you'll never let go of or you feel all these ways about it and you're acknowledging how you feel about it but then you're introducing new ways that you can feel about it and you're having a somatic experience of a shift from one feeling to another Um, because when you're able to like clear out how you feel and acknowledge how you feel, bring love to it, process that you open up space in your body to put in like a new program essentially. So this is another way that you can reframe things. Um, but it is really interesting. Something I've been noticing is that like yesterday, for example, um, I was having a really big trigger come up and a lot of like panic in my body And just feeling really like hearing all these things like I'm bad, like I'm just all of that. I'm bad. I'm not good. I always mess things up, da-da-da-da-da. And instead of like fighting against it or trying to take action immediately or anything like that, I actually just gave myself the, uh, the opportunity to just be quiet, not try to do anything, not try to distract, nothing. I just, I was on a walk and I just decided to walk and just like be in my feelings basically. And it's interesting because what I noticed was as I sat, as I just allowed myself to be without trying to be anything else, which is what I think I'm normally trying to do. I'm always trying to be something or entertain someone or be enough or whatever. It actually was this opportunity for me to surrender And when I was surrendering, I wasn't surrendering to, I feel like oftentimes when we're told just surrender, surrender, it feels like you're giving something up, like you're not, you don't have any control anymore or anything like that. And yesterday, what I realized is when you surrender, you're surrendering to love, you're surrendering to peace, you're surrendering to the truth of who you are. You're not surrendering as in like, okay, I give everything up, like forget it, I have nothing. It's like, no, you're you're literally surrendering to the true being that you are inside. And that is a that is a reframing shift in itself is like the idea that you're letting go of something so that you can allow yourself to remember who you really are, which is what you're ultimately trying to achieve. And it's just been really interesting to me how lately I feel like I've been shown points of my greatest pain, which when I actually allow myself to witness them, take me into knowing and feeling my greatest power. Mm. And I think it's really important for us to recognize that, that there is a connection between pain and power, meaning 
they're very kind of they're not they're opposites, but they're they are kind of connected to each other. It's like some of you some of the things that cause you a lot of pain that you probably block out of your life because you're like, it's too painful. I can't look at it. I can't acknowledge it. I can't anything. It's actually those points are actually connected to your power, meaning until you kind of witness it, Mm -hmm. you can't move into that power, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's some reframing you have to do in your own mind to realize that like it's not that this pain point is going to take you under and you're never going to get up again. It's like to be able to tell yourself that by witnessing this pain point, I actually allow myself to become more of who I really am. And that takes me into more of my power. That's just an example of a reframing that I've been doing recently. I think the, with what you're talking about, I think it's important to understand that everybody goes through pain and the idea that it's going to be too painful to experience, it's going to be too painful to process is a normal thought that everyone has. Um, I know that I took one NLP course, so now I'm an expert, but I know I say that sarcastically, but I know that like with NLP, one of the big things is looking for examples in your mind. Um, of when you did something well, instead of when you did something bad. And that helps with moving past the fear that helps with allowing yourself to talk, speak nicely to yourself and have different thoughts about whatever problem you're dealing with. Um, So I also feel like a lot of people have asked me recently um, just about, it's come up for me, other people have been asking me about dealing with boundaries and dealing with rejection, right? Because when you have a hard time setting boundaries, it's because there's a fear of abandonment or rejection. If I set this boundary really clearly, I'm going to be rejected in some way. And that is, that is definitely a possibility. It's definitely something that can happen, but I also think that we can reframe it and say, going back to the topic is do I even want to be accepted by this person? Mm. Does this, do this person and I still fit well? Does our energy still align? Does our goal still align? Is this still a person that I want to align with? Because I think sometimes we're so focused on, will I be rejected? Will I be abandoned? That we don't take time to ask ourselves that question of, would it matter if this person actually left and sometimes the answer is no, it, it won't. It might hurt that they're saying your boundaries don't align with me and therefore we're not friends or, or lovers or whatever the case is. But I think a lot of the times that we don't take time to ask ourselves, have we grown apart? Mm-hmm. So something food for thought on reframing rejection and abandonment. But it is definitely um, a primal fear because it's something that keeps us alive. I really like those examples you gave about um, like it's like countering your own belief in a way when you're like, well, I'm I don't do things well. And it's like, well, showing yourself the times that you have done things well, because it's like we're such exaggerators Mm -hmm. or we're such hyper focusers on what's going wrong. And that's what our mind is designed to do. Like Mm -hmm. literally today I was having like 
(laughs) another thing coming up. And then I actually got like insane relief on it and I like made myself feel better. And I was like, oh my God, that feels so much better now that I don't have to worry about that. And then within literally five minutes, I had replaced the first fear with a a whole different thing. I found something. My mind found something. It's like, oh, well, we need, we're constantly looking out for stuff. So let's find something to put here. So our mind is always looking for things that are potentially wrong. And we just have to understand that that's how our mind works. That's what it's it's designed to do that, to keep us out of um, danger because that's what it's like primal function used to be, right? Like just mm-hmm. to make sure we're not in danger. But we have to know that and watch that and catch that and not necessarily automatically believe our mind when our mind tells us, oh, like this is wrong or this is going to happen because our mind is designed to just be a a warning for everything with no filter, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's so important to, when they say go within, right, and connect with your heart, that's what it means. It means don't just automatically believe your mind. It's just a computer. Go into your heart where it can feel the truth of things. It can feel what's actually going on and stay there because that is going to help you sense what's actually going on in the situation versus just what the computer is automatically generating. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to do, I'm going to give two, one example and one thing to help. Cool. So Another example of this that I like to think about is when you're training for a marathon and maybe a lot of people listening to this have never actually trained for a marathon or a half marathon. That's totally fine. But when you're training for a full marathon, it's 26.3 miles, I think 26.2 maybe, but it's a lot, that's a long distance, especially for someone who's never ran a mile. So you build on it. And then the furthest you run is actually 20 miles when you're training, you don't actually run 26 miles when you're training. And the idea behind this, the philosophy behind this is if you can run 20 miles, you can run the last six at the actual day of the race. You don't need to go the full 26 miles when you're training. So if you, same thing with your brain, if you can think of one good thought or one time that you have done something correctly, if you're giving yourself all of these examples about time that you did something poorly, All you need is one thought. You don't necessarily need all of these other thoughts. Mm. The other thing with this is if you're in an anxiety loop, not a full-blown panic attack because it won't work with a full-blown panic attack. But if you're starting to spiral down into anxiety, if you visualize a red stop sign in front of your face, like a giant red stop sign, it will distract you long enough to where you can go do something else. And Abraham Hicks talks about this and They talk about this in NLP as well and anxiety prevention tools. If you distract yourself just for a little bit, when you're starting to spiral into anxiety fueled thoughts, you can have enough time to reframe yourself to get in a higher vibration to where you don't go into a full blown panic attack. And so what that can look like is the example that you gave about how, um, I can't do this thing right. I can't do this thing right. I'm not safe. I'm not safe. I'm not safe. You visualize the red stop sign and then you go outside for a second and you just feel the grass in your feet Mm -hmm. and just enjoy the grass and focus on that and then go do something else. Don't go back to the task right away, but go do something else. And what that will do is that will calm your nervous system down. It'll 
distract your ego, distract your mind enough to where you're in a higher vibration and you're not spiraling out of control. And it's not to say that if you do spiral out of control, you've, you know, you're bad and you've lost it and all of this. It's just to simply say, know that you, you can always go back to a higher vibration. You know, the way home, essentially, you don't just simply forget where you live. So I hope that helps. I love that. So many good insights and actionable steps. Super powerful. I agree with all of that. And I really do think it's it's very interesting because, you know, when you do spiral and you do let, you let yourself go to that place, which again, no judgment, we all do it. <laughs> but when you when you go there, of course you feel despair. Of course you feel like life is ending for a minute because – you you have lost your connection with all that you are and all of your power in that moment by believing that a things are over b i'm a terrible person or anything that relates to that because that's the antithesis of who you are and the antithesis of your connection your connection mm-hmm. is i'm one with everything i can manifest everything i am divine i am source incarnate like actually lately something i've been doing is i've actually been imagining myself i've been trying to visualize myself as um literally as source in my body. I'm like, mm, I'm just I like that. Because what I realize is I'm like every single we hear this all the time, right? All of us are source. We're all that's why we're all connected because we're all just little drops of source in different bodies having different experiences. But I literally started to visualize it the other day. I was like, okay, let's say source looks like this like cosmic like crazy looking gel thing. Okay, I'll imagine that that's in my body. And that's what I really am. But this body is just this outer kind of layer that's like casing me. You know, it's just this out. It's just my avatar. So I've been envisioning that and then being like, oh, well, wait, if I'm source, then why do I feel bad? Like, what is there to feel bad about? I'm just source. Like, I'm I'm literally all that is. I'm all that's in the trees. I'm all that's in this. So I'm supposed to be having these experiences and these feelings. So what's the point in feeling guilty? What's the point of feeling stressed? What's the point in feeling all these things, although they are human emotions? It allows me to get relief and separation from the human experience for a second and just be like, oh, and have that bird's eye view and that cosmic view and that connected feeling for a second. Um, And that's actually been helping a lot. But... um, I want to go back to what you were saying about like distracting yourself so you don't build up too much momentum and staying in that higher vibration. Because when you do that, it's such a different experience of your problem, right? Mm-hmm. I was having that experience the past couple of days. I let myself really go into despair. And then I, I was telling Ambie, I felt like someone was picking me up like vibrationally being like, stand up straight and keep your head really high and just look up here because it, your problem will look different from there. And as I did that, I felt like the tension leave my body. And I literally suddenly felt like, oh, this isn't really a problem. Like, I thought it was a huge problem. But actually, maybe it's not a problem at all. And wouldn't you know it? Like, turns out it's actually really not a problem. Um, But it felt like the end of the world yesterday. So it's very – well, my point I wanted to make about this – sorry, I keep getting distracted – is that um, I think society – has programmed us to believe that it's irresponsible to distract ourselves in that way. It's irresponsible not to take your problems really seriously and fix them right now. It's irresponsible, in quotations, to do such a thing. Whereas 
in actuality, when you act from that place of complete disempowerment and fear and all of that, you just kind of create more chaos and drama and problems probably and conflict for yourself. Whereas if you give yourself that space and that ability to stay in that higher vibration by distracting yourself, by going outside, putting your feet on the grass, you allow yourself to see your quote problems from a much higher view, from that bird's eye view where you can see, oh wait, is this really a problem? Is this really something I need to worry about? Is this really that big of an issue? And you allow yourself to stay so open to solutions from there. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's something to be aware of that, I think I said this on another episode, but I wanna say it again and I don't say this to be pessimistic, I say this to give you all power, is that the society we live in was literally designed in many ways to profit off of your suffering. Like, just look around. There's like a lot of ways that that has been happening, right? A lot's changing and it's exciting. But I'm just saying, when you know that, when you can see that, you realize, oh, okay, this is just all part of like a business. I don't have to subscribe to that. I I don't Mm -hmm. have to subscribe to this business. I can just pull myself right out of it and live by my own ethos and my own new business, which is that we're going to profit off of our healing, right? Like we're Mm going to profit off of our love and connection. And it's good for me to do this. It's good for me to stay high in any way that I can. I love that. I think that's like a really, I think that's a really good point and a really good perspective. And right now I could easily spiral into like in this moment, I could easily spiral into anxiety and fear. My kids are outside playing in the street. I can see them. Mm. And in my head, my anxiety is like, they're going to get hit by a car. They're going to get this, 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 this. And so I'm tapping and I'm telling myself like they're safe and they're protected and everything's fine. Nothing bad is going to happen. And I can see them. So honestly, it's, there are, and there's someone else outside with them. So it's, it's this pivoting of, I understand what the reality is, but sometimes fear likes to take over and say, especially when we're out of control of the situation, we have to let go of control because control is an illusion that makes us feel like we, we have the answers or we have some frame reference of this is safe. And in actuality, even if I was outside with them, something could happen, you know? So it's, it's really letting go and allowing, allowing yourself to feel loved, to feel safe, to feel protected because we're given so many um, examples of why that's not the case, why we shouldn't feel loved, why we shouldn't feel safe, why we don't deserve this and that, et cetera. So it's really about almost reparenting yourself and telling yourself, no, this is, this is good. You do deserve this. You don't have to control everything. You can let go. It's okay to trust other people. It's okay to trust yourself in all of these areas. Mm, I love that. I love that you brought up control too, because <sighs> there are so many ways we try to control our lives even by worrying about them, like you just illustrated, I think we convince ourselves that that's us controlling something. And it, mm-hmm. it's not at all. It doesn't help anything. In fact, it probably just 
again, makes, makes worse. things worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it reminded me again of what I learned through my kidney stone experience a couple weeks ago, which was like, okay, you have a choice of how you experience anything. Like, could you be in the hospital in two hours from now with terrible kidney stones? Yes. Reality? Yes. Could something happen, Ambie, like you were talking about with outside? Yes. Something could happen. Mm. But you have a choice. Do you spend the next couple hours in misery because you're worrying that it could happen and it also you don't know that it's going to happen it might or might not happen anything is a possibility but likelihood is it won't right you spend your life in misery or do you spend the next two hours enjoying your life enjoying your time and then whatever happens happens right like the point is that now is now is the experience you're having you're having the experience now so if you don't let yourself be at peace now then you'll never let yourself be at peace because now is all you have and i saw this girl on tiktok the other day and I, it hit it's so interesting how like you hear things and you say things over and over but then someone'll show it to you in just like a slightly different way and it'll hit you in this whole other you just feel the depth of it in a whole other way this girl was talking about manifestation and she was talking about it was this illustration in a book and they were showing like a guy and his energy field and showing how his energy is projected behind him going out to the past projected in front going out to the future and his energy field is kind of like pretty tight to him because a lot of his energy is going like that and then she was it showed the next diagram was when you're in the present moment all that energy is just right around you which we know we know that but to see it illustrated it was also talking about how like there really is no future and there really is no past it's all just that now right it's like Eckhart Tolle talked about in The Power of Now. There is no future or the past is all happening in the present moment every moment is a now. Mm. So there's you you have to prioritize now over everything and that is the hardest thing as a human being i think it's the hardest thing because it, all of the programs that are instilled in us about regret or about worry right regret is about the past worry is about the future when we subscribe to those programs of i should be a regretful being or i should worry about things because that's uh dutiful or that's helping me in some way then it it ensures, once again, our energy goes out and doesn't actually stay with us, which is, again, why I say society is in many ways profiting of the fact that you don't have all your energy together. You don't have it all, meaning you're not as powerful of a being as you can be. But when you can understand this and practice calling back your energy from the past or from the future and realizing that in this moment is the, is what matters most and trust in that, I think that is the way we will manifest what we want to see in the moment much easier. Now it's easier said than done. But I think by reminding ourselves like through this podcast episode today, I think that is how we're going to continue to practice being in this knowing. Um, And I wanted to share one other thing. Ambie, you shared such great tools about um, interrupting patterns and literally reframing. And this isn't about reframing, but I just... Uh, saw this before recording this podcast and I think it's a really fun tool uh, to get a message from your guides when you're having maybe a moment of panic or something like that. Um, So David Lyon, who was on this show, um, I was like intuitively guided to a video he shared 
probably like a few months ago or something. It was like a two-minute video and it was like, here's how to get a message from your guides using music. And Ambie, you've talked about this before about like pay attention to the songs in your head mm -hmm. um, or the songs you wake up to. But it's literally like if you need a message from your guides, get creative with them. Close your eyes. Deep breathing in your body. Just center yourself in your heart. And then set the intention that you receive a message for your highest good through a song. And then just quiet yourself and allow a song to come. And it's funny because when I did this, I was very um, skeptical because I had already had a song in my head. I was like, uh, like my mind's already filled. Like it's, I'm, I don't know. I was just like, I'm not going to get a new song that's going to have anything to do. And I swear, I silenced my mind for a second and a bam, the lyrics started playing in my head. And you know what the lyrics were? Um, only rainbows after rain, the sun will always come again and it's a circle. And I didn't even remember what exactly the song was. I had to like sing it all out. And then it was like, oh, it's Keep Your Head Up by Andy Grammer. It's like that amazing song that I love. Keep your head up so you can let your hair down. And um, I just wanted to share that because it was a really fun, quick way to get a message and also play with your guides. And I think sometimes when we are in those moments of, we are reframing and we are taking that leap into trusting ourselves more. It's like sometimes you need just a little nudge, like a little message or a little nudge from your guides to be like, yes, like that's the way. Keep going. Trust yourself. Keep your head up. Believe in yourself. All of that. And uh, I just felt inspired to share that because it was a really fun, quick little exercise they did. Mm, so. I like that exercise. That's a good one. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else you want to share? This was, I think this is a really important, really good topic. Mm -hmm. I really liked everything you shared, Amby. You gave some really good actionable tips. Thank you. I received that compliment. Um, no, I th I feel really good. I feel really okay. complete. Cool. Well, um, we are, okay, then let's wrap up with a couple announcements because we have so many announcements. Um, let me see. Uh, we still are re accepting reviews for the experience boxes, the Inner Bloom mm -hmm. Experience boxes. The giveaways, one of our beautiful, beautiful members, Inner Bloomers, um, is purchasing boxes to give away, to be donated. So mm -hmm. we thought, how are we going to do this? So we'll do reviews. Yeah. So all you have to do is submit a review, ideally on iTunes, like Apple iTunes. And you can do that really simply from your phone, from your podcast app. Uh, but if you don't have Apple iTunes, you can submit it some other way. We'll still count it. Um, and then just like screenshot it and email it to us or DM it to us so we know that you entered. Um, we're going to pick those winners this Friday. So you guys still have like technically a week or a few days if you're listening to this on Wednesday. Also, we are going to start releasing episodes three days a week now. Again, <laughs> we used to do three days, then we went to two days. Now we're going back to three days because, guys, we have so many interview episodes that are backed. We're meeting so many amazing people. We have so many interviews and interviews we still want to do, but we need to start releasing more content because it's all getting backed up. So as of next week, we will be releasing episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday and Friday will be interviews, and Wednesdays will be the solo episodes like we do. Yay. So um, stay tuned for that. Also, our experience boxes for the first one are officially closed. Um, we have taken as many as we can. So um, 
giving a review is going to be literally the only way that you can get this first one. Um, but we will be opening up the next one soon. Um, so stay tuned if you've bought your first experience box, um, because they should be shipping out soon. Super exciting. Ambie, do you want to talk about your new offering? I do. Okay. So let me tell you where this came from first. So essentially, um, I am going to be reducing the amount of readings. I'm going to be slowly tapering off because I just don't have the bandwidth to do everything. Um, and I didn't want the only way for people to work with me be private coaching because not everyone can afford a thousand dollars a month. So, um, I wanted to have something that people could essentially everybody could afford doing and you still get to work with me, but on a more personal level too. So I have started a private community, um, and I'm going to be pouring in videos and content and things like that every week to this community. Um, we're going to do energy clearings, inner child healing. Um, we're going to have special guest speakers that come in. I don't know why I keep saying we, I am going to have all of these things, guided meditations, um, different messages that I get receive. And then I'm going to do raffles and giveaways for readings and, and things of that nature. Um, and that is only a thousand dollars for the whole year instead of a thousand dollars a month. Um, and it's going to be a lot of content. So if you are interested in that, the link will be in the show notes, or you can go to my Instagram and it's linked in there too. Woo. 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 Love it. So exciting. Congrats on your new baby. Thanks. Really exciting. So that is going to be um, pretty much the main way to work with me in the near future. And next that we'll be rolling out is online classes. So nice. Yep. Yep. So better jump on it if you want, if you want uh, intuition with Ambi. Yeah, I'm only going to take um, a few people because I want to keep the community pretty small. Wait, a few people into this private community? Mm-hmm. Oh, Just okay. for now. Okay. So um, the $1,000 for the year, you can do monthly payments, but it's only $1,000 for the whole year. That price is only going to be for the first couple people. Um, nice. And then it's going to continue to go up from there. That's so exciting. Cool. Tara says that sounds amazing. Yay, Indeed. Thanks, and they can find it on your website or where? They can find it on my Instagram. It's linked in there. And I will be putting it on my website this week. Beautiful. Beautiful. Awesome. Um, and I wanted to share that I am doing a new offering as well. I'm calling it Alchemy and I Accelerator. Like yeah, I really – I know a lot of people use that word, but I really love it and because it's the process of transformation that you can do within yourself. And um, – so I'm calling this little program that I'm doing a accelerator program. And uh, essentially, we're going to work together. I'm only opening this to a few people, too. And one spot's already taken. Um, I just announced it on my Instagram today. So this accelerator program is going to be a combination of emotional processing and intuitive coaching wrapped in one so that you guys can um, really identify what is 
blocking you in your life from ma- from receiving your manifestations, whatever that may be. And also sometimes you know what you want in life, but you're just, you need more clarity on where to go, how to get there, and what needs to get out of the way in order to do that. And then the process of getting that stuff out of the way. So I wanted to combine both of the things I love to do most into one. So Uh, yeah, if you guys are interested in this, I just posted about it on my Instagram and you can just DM me alchemy, um, if you are interested in applying. So yay for new offerings. For this spring. Yeah. Uh, all right guys. Well, I think that's it. We have a billion announcements, but I think that's actually it. So (laughs) happy April and, um, we love you guys so much. Until next time, keep Keep on on blooming. blooming. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.